Hey, what's happening, my friends? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. It is August 6th, 2020. Hot off the presses. News today, we've got Governor Tom Wolf of Pennsylvania recommending that there will be no fall sports at high school, on the high school level anyway. So I am assuming then that uh, this is going to carry over into things like Pop Warner, football, even, I guess, any sport participation sort of competition. So that means that competition will be off. There will be no football games. I don't know if this is going to mean no practices. It would be cool if they could still get together and, and train. But I think that the stipulation is where it's coming from is that anytime it says, actually in the article, anytime we come together during a pandemic, it can be a problem. And so if you get a bunch of players, you get a bunch of fans, you get a bunch of parents, and there's some sort of attraction that they're there for, even though it's there for the absolute best of intentions. Which is the case, you know, with school and football. You know, there could be spread of this disease, so we got to do something about it. So that is the recommendation by our governor. No high school athletics in Pennsylvania. Such a bold move. Bold, but probably a necessary move to save the uh, coaches and players and organizations from themselves because everybody, of course, wants things to continue. We want to have fall sports. We want to have competition. We want to be able to attend school face-to-face and for our kids to play and compete and socialize. All the positive aspects of gathering and being a, a young person, you know, and developing. We want all that good stuff, but none of the bad. And the bad, of course, is uh, this invisible virus. And it's got everybody back on their heels, everybody up against the wall, trying to make the right decisions. And so there we have it. Now, my son, he was scheduled to have football practice tonight. I wonder if he's, when I come back, if he's going to be sitting on the couch. Because his first day of practice was Monday of this week. You know, they're they're gearing up. They're trying to train him and work on the positions and coach and play and all that shit. They're trying to proceed. But this sounds like this is the, the curtain call on the season. My daughter is also scheduled to be going to do um, some tumbling and cheer stuff tonight. I wonder if my daughter will be sitting on the couch as a result of this news. 
I don't know, you know, what to do. I, I, I obviously, I support this. I, I think that it, it's probably the right call. I've been saying to people, if Doug Peterson, the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl winning team, and the current coach, if he's got coronavirus, how the hell can we expect our players, coaches, and families to be able to you know, safely play, safely continue their favorite sport, their favorite activity? It's discouraging for it, for them continuing. So, it's tough, it's tough times. There's going to be a lot of people disappointed. You know, I, I searched this and I saw that there was already a post made on social media, you know, one of countless to be sure, uh, by a mother saying this isn't fair to the athletes, especially uh, those who are seniors and are looking for scholarships. And you know what? <clears throat> it sucks. It's a, that is terrible. That it, it is, in a way, stealing an opportunity from them. You know, de- depriving them of their opportunity to play and compete and to earn a spot on some sort of a college team. But, listen, at the collegiate level, there's not going to be any sports either. I really doubt it. Especially if this is the recommendation from the powers that be. So, at least in Pennsylvania. So, very interesting times that we're living in, my friends. There's going to be a lot of friggin' people up in arms about this. A lot of folks dis- disappointed and depressed. And I'm disappointed and depressed about it. You know, I want my my son to be able to and, and daughter to be able to take part in these activities that have frankly been so rewarding on so many levels but the priority right now should be us dodging this virus and um, allowing our society to move on I mean we can't we we don't want to we don't want to stop we don't want to halt our activity our economy our favorite things to do our favorite pastimes we don't want this virus to impact us but yet it has significantly you know and if we are not smart about the way we move forward there can be even greater consequences we've already had 150,000 people across our nation who have died from coronavirus and many more who are sick in our country and throughout the world. So we got to do what we can to keep things at bay. If that means that we don't play football this season, then that's what the fuck it means. You know, you already have <clears throat> professional athletes from every segment of the population, you know, sports, that have opted out or who have contracted this critter. And so they're not playing. And the, yeah, but you know, the like the NFL. Again, I, I don't. 
no disrespect to them. I, I appreciate that they are an organization and they want to play ball. And they also want their machine to churn on. You know, they want... It's a corporation. It's a business. And they want their, their teams on the field. How, the question is, how badly do they want their teams on the field? Are they willing, willing to um, sacrifice some players and coaches, some fans? Like, it's tough. It's a tough decision. I was thinking the other day about some of the things that I like to do. Things in my life, things in all of our lives. Like, <clears throat> I would like to be able to go to work. So, to earn a living, to keep a roof over my children's head and food on the table, I would like to be unhampered when it comes to going to work, being able to produce something for a wage. But I also want to be able to do so safely, and I bear the responsibility to make decisions in the best interest of the people I'm serving as well, right? So, as much as I want to just have a full schedule and take care of everybody and declare to all of my patient base that, hey, it's okay, you can come out from hiding now, come on in, we're open, unrestricted access, come receive care, come let me help you. Come spend your healthcare dollars at my business. And that is, in fact, underway. I, I didn't scream it from the top of the hilltops, but there, but there are people who really um, who count on me to take care of them, to keep them going, keep them relatively pain-free. And so I do so. I guess my point is that if I knew, and, and I've, I've deliberated this before in so many <clears throat> ways, if you knew, the question is, if you knew that you were doing something that could hurt people, but you did it anyway, you knew the risks involved, but you, you proceeded, wouldn't that be fucked up? You know? So we bear a responsibility to take some kind of action. This is the subject of... Uh, a discussion that we've had in my anatomy classes. I like to show when we cover the nervous system, uh, we talk about the hot topic of concussions and CTE or chronic traumatic encephalopathy. That is micro traumas to your brain that over time can take a big time toll. And people have memory decline and death, I mean, all kinds of things, from mild to severe issues, suicidal tendencies, uh, it just racks your brain, rocks your brain, destroys it on a structural and functional level. And so the question is, uh, that Malcolm Gladwell says, asks a question in front of this huge audience of students at the University of Pennsylvania, the esteemed UPenn. And he's talking about 
coal mining and how coal mine, we knew that for decades that it was causing injury to the workers and the people who were using it for an energy source and the industry was just a dirty industry that was necessary to help run our country. Coal-fired power plants, all that stuff. While it's what we had, we knew that it was causing problems and we kind of just overlooked it, did the best we could to keep things safe and then in some senses just didn't, you know. The, the uh, <clears throat> conditions in the mines were hazardous. People, workers did know that on some level, but they were, they went out there and they freaking mined the hell out of the coal, extracted it from the ground, we burned it, and a lot of people were harmed from this activity. So we knew it was a problem. Maybe powers that be just ignored that there was an issue there, or maybe um, they couldn't they figured at some point they would enact some sort of uh, regulation that would make it cleaner coal. And in fact, I think that there were efforts toward that. But the point is, <clears throat> if you know something is hurting people and you continue to do it, you're a dope. Okay? You bear a responsibility to try to change things. And so that's the, the unenviable position that Governor Tom Wolf is in. Do you let kids run around out there and tackle each other and sweat and enter locker rooms together? I mean, how do you do that? How do you do that? I'm sure that there are circumstances where there have been issues with uh, already, you know, where a gym has to close down because there is somebody in there huffing and puffing on a treadmill and they... <coughs> community spread inside a gym or a place of business or something like that. It's scary shit. So I don't think anybody wants that on their uh, conscience, on their lines, on their football team, uh, that such and such has coronavirus. Everybody would have to close down. The world would have to stop, essentially, for months. It would, it would halt the progress of the season. <clears throat> and it would make people sick and potentially freaking kill people. So it's the right thing to do. I think it's the right thing to do. I think in terms of safety, if you really care about your players and their families, then this is what you do. I am very eager, and I also simultaneously cringe... at the response that I believe I'm going to receive from others. You know, not to me, but to the circumstance. People are going to be pissed. They're going to want to, you know, continue anyway. They're, you know, their kids are football players and track athletes and wrestlers, and they're not going to be able to do it. And so we're going to... We knew this was coming, potentially, and... We've been suffering in various ways. And guess what? There's going to be more suffering and more sacrifices to make. So as we prepare our lesson plans for remote and sports have been canceled, it's important that we do this now because we're two weeks out from showtime and teams are assembling and 
they're starting to practice and plan their season, strategize, and you need to be clear. You don't start the season and say, okay, I don't think it's a good idea. You, at the outset, second week in, um, actually the first week <coughs> in August, a month out from school, let people know. And so I think that this is timely. We'll see what other people say. I wonder what you guys think about this, how you feel about it. And I wonder what the impacts will ultimately be. It certainly would be cool if it can be done safely for the uh, coaches and players to at least engage in some outdoor training in a social distance capacity. I don't care if it's you know fitness on a fitness on the green, do their little um, exercises and shit on the playing field and run throw balls and passes and shit like that. Uh, that guy looks like he's going to prison. Dude standing on the freaking porch. Tattoos all over his body. Not judging him on that basis, but looks a little bit like a freak. Cops are surrounding him. Gonna lock him up. And now my first patient in the afternoon is here. I look forward to taking care of her. I look forward to tuning in once again later on. I'll tell you what else I, I found out about this shit. <laughs>